Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's topic is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time, and I'm so excited it's finally here. And it actually kind of plays off of a workshop that my studio just did. So recently, we just wrapped up a community workshop in the basics of songwriting. And in that workshop, we kind of touched on song structure and how to get your music noticed. But today, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and give you some songwriting strategies. So you can take this as a checklist or a worksheet, um, use it when you're writing new music or even to inspire creativity in a dry spell. So today we are going to be talking about seven different tips that you can use to write new music, to get yourself out of a rut. And then I'm going to include a couple of apps that I think are really helpful for songwriting. So let's dive right in. Welcome to Own Your Voice, the personal and professional development podcast for today's creative artists. Grab a chair and join us. We saved you a seat at the table. Now, here's your host, Gabrielle Stahlschmidt. The very first tip that I have is to set aside a time and a space to free write. So a good time limit would be anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes, and that could be at any point in your day. But to carve out a specific time and a place, a quiet place. So there's nothing that kills creativity like having a lot of background noise or being distracted by, hey, no, I've got to get my 15 minutes in and then I've got to go pick the kids up from school. So make sure that you have um, 15 minutes that you can fully devote or 30 minutes to fully devote to songwriting and in this time do not lift your pen or pencil from the paper so this is not a time to edit you just want to get down as many thoughts as you possibly can don't worry about grammar or sentence structure and then use different writing prompts in this time so a prompt doesn't have to be just one word so you don't just have to write about a color or seasons A prompt could be a song structure or a style prompt. So maybe you want to write in a country style today, or you want to find inspiration from a movie quote. It can be anything and everything. The next tip that I have is, especially if you play multiple instruments, try writing on a different instrument. One day you might try writing on piano, the next guitar or ukulele, or sometimes you might just use your voice and sing into a voice recorder. I know one question that my students ask me all the time, I don't play an instrument, but I still want to songwrite. So how do I do that? Use apps like GarageBand or something comparable. I mean, this provides just a plethora of sounds that you can actually create an input using your computer keyboard. So you don't necessarily have to hook up a guitar or a piano to it in order to create a track. They also have a loop library of endless different types of styles and sounds that you can lay down as a basic track for lyrics, or you can even create uh, more instrumentation on top of it. So that's another great way to get started in songwriting if maybe you don't play an instrument or you're just learning an instrument. Also, switch between writing lyrics and melodies. So one day you might spend time on creating lyrics solely, and then another day you might create a melody and one day you might start with a melody first and the next day you might start with a lyric first switch it up the next thing i would say is to give yourself a structure now this doesn't mean that we are giving ourselves so many rules in writing that we limit our creativity i would say give yourself 
two solid rules whenever you start writing. And that could be, I'm going to write in a traditional song structure. So today I'm going to write verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, outro. That is your standard song structure. And then I'm going to write in this key. Or I'm going to write an up-tempo song in A minor. So give yourself two rules. And then even in that structure, you can kind of play around with it. You don't have to use a standard structure. You can start with a chorus first and then write the verse. Uh, one popular song that immediately popped into my head was Senorita. I mean, that's the one that starts with a chorus first and then it goes into the verse. Or write with no chorus at all. Uh, some examples are by the Beatles and Billy Joel where it's just a verse structure. So it doesn't have to be your standard song structure. Challenge yourself, but give yourself no more than two, two rules to start. And then from there, challenge yourself to write in different keys and tempos. I know another question that a lot of people have is, I don't know how to get out of the rut of only writing slow songs or sad songs or a song in A minor. Um, challenge yourself to write an un- up-tempo song in a minor key or vice versa. Challenge yourself to create a modulation in your song somewhere or revisit old songs that you have written and change them from major to minor or minor to major. And this is a great way to breathe new life into an old song. Um, This is why a lot of artists will perform songs that they've written over the years and then you'll see them change. Um, Another example would be Layla by Eric Clapton, how he came out with, you know, a different version over the years. So just because you wrap up one song doesn't mean that it has to be finished there. You can change it. Um, one, ooh, one really amazing YouTube channel that I get a lot of inspiration from is, uh, his name is Chase Holfelder. You have to check him out. He has an entire series where he takes major songs and turns them into minor songs. And he does this for any song under the sun. I mean, he has the Star Spangled Banner. He does Amazing Grace. He did um, I Will Always Love You. And it completely changes the vibe of the song and the way that the lyrics are interpreted. And so sometimes a upbeat, happy, chipper song becomes very deep. And you really think about the lyrics in a new way. And that's a great way to change up songs for your audience as well, especially if you are a performer of many years and you've been performing the same songs over and over and over again. You want to breathe new life into them? Try changing the key. Try changing the tempo. Another tip that I have is to listen to new music. Um, A lot of people who are successful in songwriting have a very broad taste in music. So if you're only listening to country music and you want to try to write outside of that song structure, then you need to listen outside of that song structure. Um, Also, a huge one for me, huge tip, is using literary devices to write your lyrics. And this is huge for those of you who maybe get stuck writing lyrics um, and the same old rhyme scheme. Because for a long time, that was me. I would write in the standard ABAB rhyme scheme. A couple of devices that I love, there are a million and one, but these are my top three, would be alliteration. So alliteration is the use of words that start with the same consonant sound, and then you put it next to another word that starts with that same consonant sound. So uh, babbling brook or breaking bad. Um, Some examples in the music world, let me think. 
Oh, there's one by the Beatles. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And you hear those W words repeated. Or T-Swift, baby, now we've got bad blood. And I can think of this time, this place, misused, mistakes, too long, too late. Because somewhere out there, I know there's a Nickelback fan. Those are some great examples of using alliteration to kind of change up your rhyme scheme. Another favorite of mine is consonants. So consonants is the use of repeated consonant sounds at any point in a word. So it doesn't have to be at the beginning of a word. It can be in the middle of a word. And some examples of this would be um, like single ladies, Beyonce, like the N and shun sounds. I need no permission. Did I mention? Don't pay him any attention. And the or sounds in That's What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. You're insecure. Don't know what for. You're turning heads when you walk through the door. So that's another great example. And then internal rhymes is another one of my favorites. So this one I actually see used a lot by Taylor Swift. Um, one of her songs, A Place in This World. I'm alone on my own and that's all I know. I'll be strong, I'll be wrong. Oh, but life goes on. Oh, I'm just a girl trying to find a place in this world. That's one example of an internal rhyme. So an internal rhyme actually creates a word in the middle of a phrase that rhymes with a word at the end of the phrase. So another example, you see this a lot in rap music and um, specifically in Eminem's ever popular song, Lose Yourself. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. That's a great example of internal rhymes. And then the very last tip that I have is to know when to let a song rest. So don't sit down to every 15 to 30 minute, you know, writing time and think I have to have a song completed by the end of this. Sometimes a song takes years to finish. Sometimes you'll finish a song and you'll rework it many, many times down the road. Know when to work on a song, but also know when to not overwork it. And that's something that I can even take my own advice on because I'm an extreme perfectionist and I need to know when to walk away from something and kind of let it breathe for a little bit. Um, you may, again, rework one song many times as you discover your original voice. So some of those songs that aren't finished, you can use as future prompts for your writing time. Um, one song that starts out one way may end completely differently and that's okay don't get frustrated and another tip would be to just write just get started that's all it takes a lot of people are afraid that they don't know how to do something so they don't ever start just start writing pen to paper don't lift it up until the 15 to 30 minutes is over now i wanted to talk about a couple of apps that i find really helpful for songwriting the very first is a basic app. It's Evernote. And why I like to use Evernote over like your Apple Notes is because it is on an app that can be backed up no matter what happens to your phone. So you don't want to write this really great hit that will top the charts and then drop your phone and it's completely destroyed and the song is gone forever. So Evernote provides a way that you can have everything stored lyrically and you can even uh, input some humming or a vocal line recorded that way. The second app is Suggester, which is my top, 
top songwriting app, especially for those with a limited music theory background. So if you ever struggle with picking chords that you're writing around, use Suggester. So Suggester actually gives you chord options for every single key. It also gives you typical chord progressions and it gives you chord progressions stylistically. So popular country, popular jazz, popular blues chords. And this really helps kind of uh, get out of the rut of 1451. The next app would be a rhyming dictionary. And it sounds really basic, but it can become so helpful, especially on those days where we're lacking creativity. So one that I use is B-Rhymes. There are a thousand and one out there and you can find one that works best for you. That's just one that I know and like. And then another thing to do would be to look up a song lyric generator. And again, there's a million and one out there. There's one literally called the song lyric generator. And that's where you input keywords and it chooses from its database uh, sometimes hilarious combinations of those keywords and sometimes ones that are, are very useful and effective. That helps you kind of think of those keywords in a new way, especially if you're determined to use those specific words. You just don't know how to fit them into your phrasing. So that's it. Those are my seven songwriting tips that you can implement into your strategy right now. And then a couple of free apps that will help you get on your way and out of a rut. I would love to hear some of the songs that you are writing. So if you upload them to IGTV, you can tag us at Own Your Voice Podcast. Give us a shout. Let us know which apps that you enjoy the most. And until next time, I'll see you then. To learn more about the Own Your Voice Podcast, or to join the growing community, visit GabrielleStudioOfMusic.com and the Own Your Voice podcast on Instagram. As always, remain committed to owning the power of your unique voice, because what you have to say, both musically and personally, is much too important not to be heard.